0: Welcome to Everything Trying to Kill You, the podcast that analyzes and makes fun of your favorite horror movies. And, happy May Day surprise. In observance of that bizarre right, we're going to talk to you about Anthony Schaefer. Is it Schaefer, Mary? Yes. Okay. I just figured, because Mary knows stuff. Um, <laughs> Anthony Schaefer's 1973 film, The Wicker Man. Please note, we're talking about the 1973 version, Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. the 2006 version, and we will spoil the shit out of this movie for you if you haven't seen it. By all means, go see it. It's on Netflix. Um, By the way, I'm Mary Kay. I'm Mary. I'm Rachel. Yay! And before we do our icebreaker, I have to tell y'all, we are recording during quarantine. Um, It is... April 9th. So we are way ahead of schedule in Mm. recording. And as you might know, book sales are taking a huge fucking hit. So if you have any inclination at all about that one day that you might buy my book, please go on and do that shit. Like do it whenever (laughs) you want. I'm going to link so many times in our show notes about different outlets that you can purchase it from. Um, It's called America's first female serial killer it's uh, Jane Toppin and the Making of a Monster, and it is for pre-order on Amazon and literally everywhere else. And if you don't like to read, I also narrated the audiobook version, so that will be available on major platforms on the release date, which is May 19th. And if you don't like to listen to books, you're basically dead to me. Turn off your radio right now. About to say, like,
1: stop it. If you don't like to read, how did you how did you get into our lives? how did how do how do we know you yeah then I remember that we don't actually know all of you because I forget that there are more than seven people <laughs> listening now and right like anytime one of you total strangers hops on Twitter and, and tells a friend like like tags us like hey I love this show I literally weep like I get verklempt I run out I wake up my mom sleeping on the couch in the middle of the night to be like look at this
0: so. it's so true though for real like it it's so nice just when out of the blue someone will be like, oh, this episode is so funny. It's like, I was having such a bummer day, and now I feel funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> and none of us, well, I guess I shouldn't speak for everyone, but I haven't felt pretty in weeks because I can't leave the house. I have oh my no God. sun. I don't remember the last time I brushed my hair was. It's looking real witchy right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you, it, it's so dirty that it when I pull it up, it'll just stay,
1: mm-hmm. you know? <laughs>
0: Like, when I take it out of the ponytail, it doesn't come out of the ponytail,
1: you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just that matted.
1: I'm pretty sure, I was about to say, I think if I took out my little Invisibobble right now, nothing would happen.
0: <laughs> Mary, you got it wound up real tight in a little samurai knot.
1: Yeah, I do. It's Well, because it, well, it's not very long right now, um, and I do have, like, bangs and little bits around my face that um, if my hair has gotten all, like, dirty and stretched out like it is, and the curls aren't... Bec- it's cooperating so true. It's with me stretched out then you that's just exactly have to, right then you have to just like squish the curly bangs back because they yeah. can't be trusted to roam Look, freely i'm
0: doing that same shit too except for this one piece that won't do right
1: no well that one looks nice though if i let my bangs Thank out you. right now you would think that i had some kind <laughs> of breakdown with a pair of scissors up. in hand <laughs> <laughs> i look like angelina jolie and girl interrupted like right is that, is that no. the one where she has that's the little the baby worst bangs?
0: wig i've ever seen they're, my aunt gina she's a hairdresser she calls them idiot bangs are you serious like,
1: i've heard that before <laughs>
0: yes. when they're like at the hairline like peggy and wow. madman hold on i beginning. need to
1: oh yeah i need to look that up i swear about that that's <laughs> a real, she didn't make that up i think that came from somewhere
0: I don't know. I've probably been saying it to you since I've known y'all. By the mm-hmm. way, listeners, Rachel is not chiming in about how dirty her hair is because she is essential. She is an essential worker and she has been bathing on a regular
1: basis.
2: Yeah, so because... I am forced to she put on pants.
1: <laughs> she thinks she's fancy. Fancier than us. She has a writ of passage. Yeah. She has, it's a scroll. It's it a does. decree that she carries with her. And if the authorities are like, Stop woman, <laughs> present your documentation. Stop. She Stop. She unfurls <laughs> her. She, it's like when you're in a video game and an NPC like tries to arrest you and they're like, hold, who goes there? And you can't walk away, like, you can't disengage from the conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has to give them like 80 gold to keep going on with her day.
2: Y'all, I'm still wearing my my name tag from work.
1: She is. Oh my gosh, is what it, a saint. Now I know her name. <laughs>
0: doesn't help y'all very much though listeners um by the way if we are for real off of lockdown on may 1st which is the forecast right now it's gonna be a may day for real like it's gonna be some nuts oh
1: shit it's down. gonna be freak nick freak, it's gonna be remember freak nick. <laughs> remember that scene where he comes out the bar and everyone's just like fucking in the field yes yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at first i thought that was like a dream sequence and i was like oh no they really are just all doing lady on top interesting yep. Scots people okay should we do an icebreaker because i know that we're you know as usual having a hard time getting started
1: with our conversation here yeah um, yeah yeah let's have it let's have it what do you got for me
0: okay so you know that one scene where all of the like Adolescent girls are singing and jumping naked over that fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which movie? What though? was your <laughs> what What was your hot take when all of those young girls were jumping naked over the fire?
1: That I hope they were all well trimmed for safety's sake. Had one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. What was yours, Rachel? <laughs> you all know that um Vine. Remember Vine Mm mm-hmm remember the one with the kombucha girl
1: no i didn't actually understand vine i just remember that it
2: existed (laughs) it was something that happened to you mary
1: (laughs) it was i under i understood it enough to get the joke in black panther when she's like what are those but i i don't i wasn't like into vine
2: but if you don't know kombucha girl i mean come on (laughs) I've seen that. So they probably will then. That that's literally my reaction. Like oh, at first I don't <laughs> like it, but then wait a minute, maybe I do like it. I don't know. Like that meme about the movie The Witch, where they're like, Oh, remember the end? Like her whole family dies, so she becomes a witch, and there's that meme of um that woman yeah. being like, Good for her.
0: Like I yeah. kind of feel like <laughs> Is it
2: sad that I can only react to things now during quarantine and memes and gifts? Like that's that's yeah. all I can react.
1: Well, what else are you supposed to do? You've I forgotten mean, what human faces look like, otherwise. I know. Oh,
2: no. That's like, the right I know. Like I, I told Mary Kay and Mary the other day about this guy who sucks. he has been popping <laughs> up in my DMs during quarantine, and so I only respond to him in gifts of Ryan Howard because he's literally Ryan Howard.
1: I was about to say, I don't know. Like in these trying times, I don't know if Mary Kay is up to talking about Bj Novak and what a, what a horrible, horrible. Missed opportunity that was.
0: It was a missed opportunity, but I'm pretty happy now, so I don't really feel like it was a decision tree that I regret going not going down.
1: It is a decision tree that would have led to you knowing Mindy Kaling, though.
0: Yeah, that's the real loss.
1: For listeners who yeah. are not caught up on this, I know we've mentioned it before, but BJ Novak hit on Mary Kay at a bar one time.
0: Like eight years ago.
1: And she just so. didn't, didn't, she didn't...
0: I didn't engage because ride. I was dating someone who sucked at the time.
1: She and did not ride that horse all the way into town.
0: I didn't. And How I, come I never knew like, this story? Oh, I don't know, girl. I'm sure I've told you. Oh, it my too. God. BJ know that There Mike's... were stars at the edges of my vision when he was talking to me. Like, I was so close to blacking out. Because I just... Especially at the time, because I wanted to be a writer, and he was a famous and hot writer that I happened upon in a downtown Atlanta bar, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or I guess it was Midtown, so that makes a little more sense, but anyway, yeah. What I was thinking when those girls were jumping over the fire naked is my chub rub would be out of control if I was that sweaty. Out of control.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just not and no even. matter
0: how thin I have ever been, I have always had chub rub. Mm-hmm. Like as a child, I had chub rub. I just got a lot of leg meat. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> There's nothing to be done about it. No matter how many times I got on that little squeezer machine in high school, I could squeeze the whole stack of weights, and I still had chub rub. What's so. the squeeze? What's the squeeze thing? You know, it's, it's... the squeezer machine on the. It's the one where you sit with your legs open and you squeeze the weights together. You're oh, the like this. the
2: um burst. I call that the in machine.
0: Yeah, I, the in machine. I feel like is the openers. You know, isn't what you that mean? what we're talking
1: about? There's just absolutely no way either of those are the right name for that object. <laughs>
0: no. They are like hip abductors and adductors, but I just who cares? Squeezers and openers is much more memorable and accurate.
2: And also, I haven't been to a gym since I was in college. I don't know. Oh, yeah.
0: No, same. I don't do. I don't like exercising in front of men. I don't like exercising, period. Period.
1: I like my exercise to be incidental. Like, I like to do a thing that is tactical. Oh, yeah,
0: like like helping a
2: friend move out. Like, that's that's a cool workout.
1: No, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm in my 30s. I, don't, <laughs> I do I don't not do want to that. do that. <laughs> I'm, I am well, pa- I'm very grateful to be of an age where we all have back problems. And we all have at least one or two pieces of furniture that actually is heavy because it is actually nice. So, yeah. no, I will pay somebody 400 bucks to move my shit across town while I drink. <laughs> I will sit on the front porch with my cats and dog on leashes and watch them take my shit inside for me. I love unpacking. Bitch, I yeah, love I'm an unpacking unpack in 24
0: hours type of girl. That That's was the best. You get to figure out where all your shit goes. Well,
1: and one of my one one thing I will say very very positive about Lee about my ex is that he was really good at the packing part. Like I pack a handful of things and then I just kind of like lose steam and I'm like oh why isn't this over yeah So he was really good at the like get everything into a box <laughs> and get it out of the house part and cleaning up the house after I was really good at the like get it all unpacked so that these boxes aren't to get like left to his own devices he probably would have just lived out of boxes for
0: did I already tell y'all about when I thought I was gonna organize I got a new bookshelf and I was gonna reorganize all my books so I'm recondoed it And I pulled all the books out Mm -hmm. onto my living room floor Mm -hmm. and then Chase was sitting on the couch and I just sat down in the middle of them and I just looked at him and I was like, I'm
1: overwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, of course you are. You're sitting in a pile of 400 books. Well, that's why you're not supposed to do the books first. Marie Kondo is pretty, she's pretty hardcore about that. Don't do your books first.
0: Well, that was all I needed to do. I'd already done yeah. my clothes and stuff. But I was like, I don't know what to do. And he was like, I don't know how to help.
1: He's like, I don't know. This is a very much a solo endeavor. There was nothing for him to do there. Can you imagine anyway, if he had thrown out a book you loved? Oh my god, the rage.
0: I think that's why he was just like, I
1: support no. you
0: <laughs> from over here. <laughs> um Okay, do y'all want to talk about the movie some? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you think it was scary?
2: I thought it was funny, to be honest.
1: I, I just had the best fucking time. I guess <laughs> it would be scary if you were a terrible fucking detective. Like, legit, this guy looks like, I think this is actually a murder. So he turns to the people he thinks are the murderers, and he's like, is this a murder? And they're like, no. And he's like, Liars. And that is how he investigates for the entirety of the movie. If he actually handled this like a detective at all, if he had like gotten any kind of help or done any kind of detective work, like if he were even only as good as Ice-T on SVU, this would have been fine. None of this wouldn't have happened to him. And I'm talking early Ice-T. I'm talking like oh! season two Ice-T. Her he statement were, just gets better and better. Only that good, none of this would have happened to him. Of course, if he were iced tea, he wouldn't be a virgin, so there's that.
0: (laughs) Drip check. I also had a hard time believing that part, because that guy is, like, in his late 30s. Oh, my God, he's at least 40.
2: Come on. He's literally the 40-year-old virgin.
1: I don't know. I was about to say good for him, and then I was like, I can't get those words out in that order. (laughs) Not about this.
0: I... I did think that some of the most disturbing imagery was, like, the 1970s cartoony nature of it, which is just inherently disturbing to me. Like, I know that this is not, well, maybe it is. I can't remember. It's right at 60s, 70s. The yellow submarine kind of imagery. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, very close to an acid trip. All of those masks. Okay, also, the salmon of knowledge.
1: If anyone ever calls me anything else for the rest of my life, if <laughs> I am not referred to exclusively as the Salmon of Knowledge, ah. I will burn this place to the fucking ground. I will build a wicker I mean, man around like it and burn it down.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, okay. So I gotta tell you one more anecdote, which I know listeners, you're like, why aren't they talking about the movie? It's because there's not a whole lot. To... What
1: can you what can you say and what can you not say? I feel like this episode could easily just be us being like, and remember then when he did, and then we just and laugh this, for seven and minutes. Remember,
0: and remember, and remember.
1: Because it's if you've never <laughs> seen it, it's I mean, definitely see it. It's one that yeah. it's a new favorite of mine now that I've actually gotten to experience it. And I just I It you know, definitely
0: the, to me feels like the silly Folk tale that Midsummer took and and made scary. That's yes. what I felt like, to right? Me.
1: Yes. But I think this is something that was so far ahead of its time. I think if this That's were true.
0: that it was campy, released than... basically
1: shot for shot today, it would be very different yeah. than um, than it was. That, mm-hmm. Like it just, I think I really... anything that we could have picked apart, it just leans into it so hard. It just embraces all of That's it's true. weird and it's nonsensical nature and it's confu- all of it just like goes all the way into it. So- I had
0: a real hot take that I think Rachel especially is going to love. I, I don't I think I typed it out to send to her and was like, "No, we need to record her reaction. So don't let me down." <laughs> I no as pressure. I was watching this with all of the weird music mm-hmm. and strange erotic sing-along mm-hmm. nude um which by the way this woman looks amazing i'm not oh I've, I've, I've got she is i've got aned- body. i've
1: got anecdotes there don't worry
0: okay my hot, hot take was is this the cult that creed bratton started yes Oh, god, <laughs> she looks exactly like her skull
2: <laughs> Mary Kay Mary oh my god everyone just stop for a second because there will never be a more genius moment
1: out geniuses that one but here's the thing though let's talk about who did start this cult you know who did start yes. this cult Saruman's grandfather that's right, that's right. <laughs> first of all come on guys why did nobody tell me i mean i i know christopher lee had been working forever i've seen him in other things besides lord of the rings but i don't think i would ever seen him this young and foxy
0: yeah he is a snack
1: yeah, he's fine.
0: Even with his wild-ass wicker man hair. <laughs> what, what,
1: what do you, like, put on the wig? He he's he takes like, off the wig, the Cher wig? The, the, what was he, like, the woman, the woman-man, the man-woman? Like the, one, Yeah. The, 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 mm-hmm. They had some kind of specific term for it. I was like, you know what? I'd still smash. You're actually working that wig pretty well. I mean. In a very, like, yeah. George Harrison post-the-Beatles kind of way, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is this whole movie is very George Harrison post the Beatles. Post the Beatles, um, no. I <laughs> I did want to talk about, and I'm glad that you took us there, um, the religious history that this film references and British imperialism. So, can we talk first about the religion because we have the Scotsman who whom I believe would be. Protestant, but probably Presbyterian,
1: I'm thinking. So the island where this is set, actually, or where this is meant to be taking place, was mm-hmm. um, almost exclusively Gaelic speaking at the time. Okay. The idea of the locals still practicing indigenous religion would be less far-fetched than most but, other places in the United Kingdom.
0: But I'm pretty sure Gaelic is Irish, not Scottish. Scottish has a Gaelic. Yeah, it's just a different dialect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's, oh, okay. there's Scottish
1: okay. Gaelic, Irish Gaelic. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, my mistake.
1: Yeah, I think they're probably. I would imagine they are all called Gaelic because they're all derived from the same like sure. root somewhere. But listeners, if you sure. know more about that, please tell us. So it's it's based. It's meant to be happening in a real place that. Yeah. You know, for for convenience of the storytelling, does not actually speak the language they speak there, which is right you know, closer to its native native language, closer to native religion, but as it's embodied in the movie, it does incorporate some some pagan ritual or archetype or symbol that Mm -hmm. is actually native to England, not Scotland. Okay. Like what So it's a little bit of a mashup. Um, you know, I don't know very specifically just some of the actual May Day practices. I know. Oh yes. Okay, I did notice that too. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're um, English in origin rather than Scottish.
0: Yeah. Um. If y'all are interested in uh, listeners the that kind of folk horror of like Northern England and Scotland, um, Trista Edwards, who is our guest on the Rosemary's Baby episode a long time ago, she recommended this book to me called Ghost Wall by Sarah Moss. It is awesome. It's so spooky. And then the same week, Caitlin Hobbs, who was our guest on Pan's Labyrinth, also recommended that book to me. And then I went out and bought it and finished it in two days because it's great. Um, Nice. Anyway, that was just kind of an aside. because, As you all know, you should support your independent bookstores at this time. They will order that book for you if they don't have it. Uh, but the one I went to did have it, so yeah, um, yeah Ghost Wall, and I'll link to the uh, yeah. book in the show notes as well. Yeah, this whole
1: um, this whole thing hinges on the policeman uh, Howie, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Sergeant Howie, being a huge motherfucking tight ass. Not just a religious he is person, really prudish, yeah. Not just yeah. a religious person, but someone who is like offended by a people having a religion that isn't his.
0: Yes, and that prevents him from doing good police work.
1: Yeah, if he were just like, well, it's not my jam, but if you guys want a bone in a field, enjoy. Right. Also, this has nothing to do with the reason why I'm here. No. So. If everyone's going to have this boisterous sing-along about (laughs) this, you know, teenager in the room, I, you know, I just don't have to participate. I'm going to excuse myself.
0: Yeah, that was weird, too, how she was just down. Wait, which teenager?
1: Willow. Yes. Oh
0: yeah, that was so when you were talking about is that
2: is this movie scary? That was the only thing to me I found to be terrifying. Like as a girl with her own daddy issues, I thought that was really disturbing that
0: yeah, he
2: was so like, "Oh yeah, she's going to take care of you." And then they're all singing that song and she's like down like you like
0: yeah. What?
2: That yeah. was that freaked me out.
0: It is really disturbing because it. While I don't know very much about the pagan faith in this iteration of it, it definitely seems like just a way to exploit young girls. Yeah, and again, that's just in the film's depiction of it. It may not actually yeah, because like in
2: the school, there were the teacher was talking about the phallus, and so yeah. from a young age, they're already telling these girls to be obsessed with dick.
1: Yeah, they got penis-shaped clubs. Okay. but like, we do the same thing. We just don't announce it. Well, like, true, true. Yeah, like there's just isn't yeah, shrouded in things. there's just isn't <laughs> shrouded in layers of like imagery with like swords and thrusting. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh-huh. so. Here's why we keep telling those stories: because penis, and the girls because are like, penis. yes, because, <laughs> because penis. Thank you, teacher. <laughs> Um, time
0: to go learn let's (laughs) jump over a fire naked
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love learning um like me too (laughs) learning dick and fire my three favorite things so
2: can that be the title of this one learning dick and fire mary's three favorite things
0: the real question is are you going to use an oxford comma
1: because oh, yeah. I'm it fan. changes the meaning. It oh,
2: I care so much about the Oxford comma. I'm so happy, <laughs> Mary, that you said that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm a big believer in the Oxford comma. Thank you! Time. Um. So, speaking of Willow, I have a fun little story about that, that dance scene. So this is, awesome. like, iconic horror shit right here, right? Like, Willow's dance scene. Mm-hmm. First of all, I believe it was Rod Stewart um, actually tried to... Like not get the movie released because he was dating Britt Eklund at the time. And he thought there was going to be a naked scene and he was like, ow! But Britt Eklund was actually pregnant at the time. She didn't know yet during filming. So she she was pregnant. She wasn't thrilled with the... She just didn't feel comfortable. like She didn't feel like she looked good having the lower half of her body nude on screen. So she is only filmed from the waist up. So all the scenes with all the shots with her face where she's facing the camera, anything from the waist up is her. If you watch it again, you go back, you'll know, it'll be quite obvious to you now that all those shots from behind, where she's like dancing up against the wall or the door, that's not her. Really? Yeah, well, if you, when you watch it again, you're like, oh, duh, like her hair is wrong. At one point, the woman <laughs> turns her face and you can like see that that is not Brit Eklund. But there is some amount of confusion or mystery about who that is.
0: Well, that's unfortunate that they don't know who she is because that ass is amazing.
1: So a couple of people say, yes, that is a woman named Lorraine Peters that was hired for this purpose and shot with these scenes. Supposedly, they did not tell Britt Eklund that they were hiring a double. Really? So she does not know that it would appear to the viewer as though this were her in this moment oh supposedly supposedly they did not tell her but then someone else has contradicted that and said no they sent out a memo the night before to everyone's room saying hey tomorrow we have the body double coming on don't tell Britt Eklund, but they sent one to her room too (laughs) (laughs) um so a couple people say oh lorraine peters other people say no that's absolutely not lorraine peters it was a stripper we found in glasgow (laughs) a couple days before we were working quickly we we're working without a net so we brought this woman on and we told her employers we'll have her back in a couple of days two weeks later they found out she just had like stayed partying <laughs> partying with the crew and had never gone back um meanwhile Brit- who's I gonna went, write that story when she finally finds out this happened sees the footage is mortified In her words, she was so upset because this woman had, like, a big fat ass, and she wished they just used her own ass because hers was, like, smaller and cuter. Really? She she thought her body double actually made her look worse off than she is. To be fair, obviously, times and tastes change, and what we appreciate now is different than what would be appreciated in 1973. And, you know, I mean, look at Britt Eklund. She's itsy bitsy tidy. I can't imagine that took no work at all. She was, you know, proud of what she had. She should she should come on there and shook it good for us. But also, yeah, she She said she felt like she shot herself in the foot. Because the double they mm. ended up picking she felt was unflattering to her. That
2: is the most interesting part of this whole experience.
1: Isn't that wild? So yeah, so yeah. It, to, to this day it's not I don't I don't know that there's a super concrete answer because there has been a really firm like yes it is Lorraine Peters and then a really firm no it's not.
2: <laughs> I think this is so Fortunate that we're doing this now because I don't know if you guys have seen all of Tiger King Yeah, but yeah, I, um, I was trying to convince somebody to watch it and I was he was totally like no I'm not interested in watching that I'm like no you have to because it is a wild fucking ride and this is that I'm having that same experience maybe not to the same degree as Tiger King but the more I'm learning about this movie I'm like what where has this movie been my entire life this is amazing
1: it is wild 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 just uh, you know uh, uh, like what do you even say like you spent the whole movie being like what is the wicker man why is why is this movie called the wicker man and then they come up on that shot of the wicker man and you're like oh i get it okay ah also did you know but
0: he just comes out of fucking nowhere
1: yeah yeah, absolutely the the
0: rest of the imagery is the rest of the exposition we get in like a very heavy-handed think aloud by Howie Mm -hmm. while he's in the library where
1: did you think autopsy of Jane Doe figured out how to do it also what about that candle hand what so that pops up a lot in like fantasy literature am I crazy candle hands They're called, I've heard them called different things, but just like today, I was playing a game for a little while and it was like, it was part of a mod, I think, so it's like an added item, but I was like, what? I just saw this. Oh my God. But in the movie, I was like, I've never seen this before. (laughs) I know I've seen this like idea that like you, you burn a hand and it burns like a candle and that it affects people. So listeners... Please tell us that, because we couldn't be bothered to do our homework, apparently. I'm sorry. I did other homework, just yeah. not, not not all the homework. Um, but I... did you know uh, Edward Woodard, who, uh, who played Howie, um, they kept offering to take him to the set to see the Wicker Man before mm-hmm. his day of shooting? And he kept saying, no, I, I want to try and see it, like, on camera. So he did see it mm. on camera. And so when he's like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ, oh, God that's like half acting and half just like holy fuck. Yeah. But th-
2: to Mary Kay's point, I thought it also was bizarre that it kind of came out of nowhere because um ever since the dawn of time in storytelling, when you want to build something up, you talk about it before it appears like like the hero of a story, you get, like, other people talking about the hero before you meet the hero Mm -hmm. to, like, build Mm -hmm. it up in your head. And so I found it really bizarre that, like, it's called the Wicker Man. And then at the very end, you don't even hear about, you don't even hear about the Wicker Man until you see it. And I think that kind of took away from the, what's the word, enormity of the situation.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, for me, the Wicker Man wasn't just... The like physical symbol they've constructed for themselves. Wicker Man is the Wicker Man is something that they have crafted to burn, like to satisfy their needs, right? Mm
0: -hmm. To satisfy the old gods, because he says they are not dead here.
1: Right. But I mean, ultimately, this is humans and their needs, right? Like, this is that's I mean, I think that's kind of a lot of religion really speaks to like what. In various parts of the world and various cultures to what we need, to what we value, to what we care about or would sacrifice for. And in this case, the Wicker Man is, yes, the physical object. It's also Howie. It's also Lord Summer Isle. And his Mm -hmm. father and grandfather. It's like...
0: Wait, wait. While we're talking about that, I want to talk about his lordship
1: real quick. His lordship.
0: So his lordship has a british accent like an english accent Mm -hmm. everyone else has like a variety of scottish accents which if he grew up there number one how'd that happen um number two that i think that's supposed to imply that his grandfather came and bought the island bought it Mm -hmm. bought the island with all the people on it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. instated this pagan faith, which is also not how it would have gone. Probably it would have already been there. So he just like came, bought it, took credit for it, and was like, "Oh, this is a lot of sex. Okay, I'm down."
1: Or well, if, I think he says that they actually had been Christian, and he walked it back. The grandfather mm, walked okay. it back walked as it kind back. of as a okay. means of as a means of consolidating the people to get his work done, right? He wanted to, he had this idea uh, for this way to to grow the fruit. And he believed Mm -hmm. it was possible, but he knew that he needed, he needed something to kind of get everybody on board, something to unify Mm -hmm. the people with him. And this is what he used. Because given the choice between a religion where you feel guilty every second of every day of your life or a religion where you fuck in a field, girl on top, (laughs) like total no brainer folks when they're like the children have a hard time with the rotting corpses i was like yeah if you tell a kid like do you want your friend to come back as a bunny or do you want your friend to be worm food you nasty little fuck they're gonna be like oh good god bunny bunny
0: and that flesh that what is that navel string oh the
2: belly button string.
0: No. Oh my gosh, Y'all, in our group chat, me and Rachel were having overreactions to the exact same moments. Oh, no. Like that and the jar of four <laughs>
2: Okay, they showed so many different jars of miscellaneous things. They did. But, but they didn't pan on any other jar except the one with foreskins they wanted the viewers to
0: see that to be sure one that. specifically that one was labeled the so, others were like we know this is a fetal pig like,
1: <laughs> so here's the thing i actually felt like the treatment of all of that was pretty like matter of fact like it wasn't overly sensational like it was just like here's what's on the shelves buddies like the Swedish chef and then what really upset me was when um howie goes back to mrs morrison desperate to say like I, I think your daughter's alive we can find her and she's like no 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 do no. <laughs> y'all see that she was straight up cutting the vagina out of a weird candy person yes. to give to the children yes i was like oh my fucking god these also- these little monsters about to be eaten a marzipan pussy
0: I think that's a Lana Del Rey song. <laughs>
1: oh, that's that's my pussy tastes like Coca Cola, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I do want to make some girl shaped cakes, though. Can we do that? Like while we're sequestered individually, everybody make a, a a cake shaped like a naked girl, but then cut the vagina part out of it and be like, "Yummy." <laughs> listeners if you do that and take a picture of it i'll be your best friend forever it's i will
1: i will apple pay you 20 bucks if you do that what the hell
2: (laughs) i will show you my left titty no i'm just kidding
0: i'm just kidding (laughs) just the left one that's the good one (laughs) you know my left
1: one i think my left one used to be my wait which one's the bad one hold on viewers she is opening up her shirt to look down it well what they, they've did. changed they've changed and now i think the i think the right one is the bad one i can't remember one of them's all fucked up
0: let's talk about his lordship having an organ in his house an Goals. organ like to play it Goals. like the fucking First fans of all, the
1: opera that is dope And that's how I want to live. Secondly, I (laughs) don't understand why it's that weird. My Sims do it. Also,
2: (laughs) I love how you mentioned Phantom of the Opera because he's very much just like the Phantom of the Opera because he can't get laid, so instead he has to like have a cult owner Hmm. to do so.
1: I'm sorry, I find it hard to believe that a young Christopher Lee had any trouble. Well that's that's
2: Christopher Lee. We don't know this other man's bag.
1: But, um I mean Lord I hear about... Summerisle he's the lord I... he's Christopher <laughs> Lee he's got an organ he's fine <laughs>
0: So I hear that and then I'm also like yes but that is a charismatic leader right there Right there yeah That's what that is That's mm. what's happening right
1: there If you don't think um... that Hemsworth watched this before Bad Times at the El Royale So <laughs> real prepare, and you're just out of your mind. And,
0: yeah, speaking of... Well, I have two segues I want to make, so let me see if I can do this in, like, two jumps. Um, while we're talking... Before we stop talking about British assholes, buy my book, British Assholes, play a part in it. I'm linking to it in the show notes. It's called America's First Female Serial Killer. Uh, it's about Jane Toppin. She was first-generation American, but her parents were Irish. So... If you're interested in British assholes, there might be something in that book for you. Second segue, while we're talking about Hemsworth, a.k.a. Charismatic Leader, I love a good conspiracy as much as Ari Aster and Drew Goddard. But like this conspiracy that they try to pull over on Sergeant Howie, that's like a bit elaborate, right?
1: Mm-hmm. For me, it wasn't just the elaborate nature of the plot; it was the fact that okay, so like Mary Kay, you have travel anxiety, right? I was like, yes. why the fuck did they wait to bring him here until two days before May Day? Right. They waited until April twenty ninth in the Chitty is, Chitty is, bang,
0: is, bang Bang plane,
1: which is a, which is a friend of my birthday. <laughs> they waited until April twenty ninth to be yeah. like, let's hope he's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: We got a lot of virgin sacrifices these past couple episodes.
1: Yeah, we've been really into that. I wonder if that says wonder something about us. what that means. Us. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you should know that often when we pick these movies, we either haven't seen them at all or we haven't seen them in so long. Right. Like, the point is that it's going to be fun to revisit them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we when we do end up in these little kind of spates of ooh, um, it is surprising to us to please don't call the authorities.
0: Yeah, like, one time I was picking texts for my, like, 1102 class, and they were like, Mary hey, Kay, there's a lot of dead babies in these stories. What's going on with you? And I was like, I don't know. I just picked a bunch of good stories, and they happened to have infant deaths in them. Oh, God. For sorry. most of history,
1: that was a very <laughs> common occurrence, okay? I don't know what the problem was.
0: Right? Just because you survived infancy doesn't mean everyone did, okay? Check your privilege, little shits. <laughs>
2: before we leave the idea about um, this man being a virgin um, yes I said it earlier I think he, he looks 40 to me and I, I felt really weird about um, being so concerned the second time I watched this when he so when um, Willow was trying to seduce him and he's like on the wall and he's like shaking like this like with tremors I found that yeah. like a, a very bizarre conflict of being like he's a virgin For and real. yet I'm concerned he's gonna have a heart attack
1: yeah he was yeah he was over 40 at the time that they filmed this
2: and does does anyone think that he looks like the real life version of furlough from Notre Dame Notre Dame, Hunchback of Notre Dame
1: no there was a guy earlier in the movie who does though. one of the talent people the does.
2: whole time I just kept comparing him to furlough frollo listen we're in quarantine a lot of people have to be furloughed so So forgive
0: me okay okay i was just going with it because i didn't know what character you were talking about and i was like i'm not gonna correct her if i don't have the right answer
1: um yeah that was wait uh, so what
2: is actually his name
1: claude frollo
0: is he the who is he the priest This okay. scary... No,
1: he's not. He's not a priest. He's actually. A, he's like a government official. Right, but he there. It's not separation. Oh, of the you're, church judge. State you're right. So he's a judge. So he's he's the judge. He's the
2: judge. That's right. 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 I.
0: Oh my god. The whole time. Though, I was oh watching yeah. Because she gets sanctuary in the church. I need to re-see that, y'all.
1: Yo, everyone does. Here are a couple reasons why. That's one. You will appreciate Tom Hulce's performance so much more than you did as a kid. It's really beautiful and lovely. Also. Watch Amadeus and then watch this and then marvel okay. at the fact that that is the same guy. That is the okay. same what's, fucking guy. Wait,
2: what's guy. Amadeus?
1: I almost don't want to explain this to you. It's so good. It's just a movie about. the Don't tell Mozart. me that. Just send
2: me the link of where okay. I can watch it. Okay, I'll, I'll find I watched
0: it with my stepdad, and I was like, "This is bizarre." And he was like, mm-hmm. "Isn't it great?" And I was like,
1: "Yeah." Like it's one so. Out. It's so good. Um, in fact, my favorite episode of Thirty Rock is actually based on Amadeus. My all-time oh, yeah. favorite, Succession. It's a great episode.
0: Wait, so while we're talking about virgin sacrifices and um, other archetypes like the salmon of knowledge, uh, and and actually, Hunchback of Notre Dame when they get to be king for a day, the uh, the fool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I actually did think about uh, that the cartoon movie, uh, the Topsy Turvy song. Because they say the fool gets to be king for a day, and then he knows that he might have to be sacrificed, which Howie doesn't really consent to, but he does try to trick the landlord. He Mm -hmm. does trick the landlord and take his costume Mm -hmm. after he has read what that means. Mm
1: -hmm. So He's just bad at his job. (laughs) Really. Like, the worst policeman of all time. And there are so many nice, dark, gritty police dramas out, like, in the UK right now. Like, it's just him. It's just him. Like, Idris Elba's <laughs> out here being Luther, and he's just fucking up. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so some of that imagery is, that these archetypes, right, we've all read our Joseph Campbell, are common even across cultures. And then the imperialist culture came in and tried to kind of homogenize them into something that they could live with. So, so like, my mom is from Trinidad, and uh, Trinidad has a, a carnival culture as as well. Like, carnival, as you know it, like, in, in Rio and whatever, all of that came from Mardi Gras. All that came from Trinidad. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Mm-hmm. So did steel drums. So the next time you hear them being played any in any reference to Jamaica, just spit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're, I mean, they're awesome. Everyone should enjoy them, but they're not from Jamaica. They're from Trinidad. So in Trinidad Carnival, there are... You play mas, that's what it's called, when you like dress up and go out. But there are certain mas you can play that, um, they're like traditional. Right. So like one year, so the West Indian Day Parade up in Brooklyn is treated often as like a semi-carnival, <laughs> carnival for for like West mm-hmm. Indians living in Brooklyn, right? So like one year, some friends and I um, played Blue Devil. We'd like just doused ourselves in blue paint, and you just are like wild like you just like carry sticks and you're like poking and chasing and like ah! like getting up into people's faces just being wild um but there's a bunch of different traditional characters to play some of which are very similar to the characters that we heard mentioned in this movie not mm-hmm. the salmon of <laughs> <laughs> that's that's unique but yeah like these these i took a whole like um what is the word I want? Uh, It was some sort of like honors level class in this in college um, and that most cultures have some form of, of carnival, some Mm -hmm. carnival element to their culture because everybody needs that kind of escape. Everyone needs that liminal space to go where they still, where they get to abandon themselves and be themselves at once. And Mm -hmm. it's safe when you do it in a mask. It's safe when you do it in a costume. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily you. It's the entity that you get to embody um yeah. like we have halloween halloween mm-hmm. is a relatively watered down version mm-hmm. of the same fucking thing um so it's a pretty cool like i don't know i certainly enjoyed watching this and appreciating like yeah like all of that ritual all that stuff when when the imperialists tried to ban carnival in trinidad mm-hmm. they made it about i'd have to look up the exact dates guys don't 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 shame me too badly here it's been 15 years since i was studying it but um that didn't work (laughs) it didn't work at all and the slave uprising they had feared forever actually started happening so they just walked it back they just panicked and were like never mind you can have it keep doing it (laughs) oh my god i'm so sorry but it's it's become over the years like an interesting amalgamation of like west african religion indigenous religion and catholicism
0: mhm
1: yeah
0: that's interesting how um but all the muslims and hindus just... in particular adopt other customs mm-hmm. just yeah. to make it like an easier transition
1: yeah well you know it's it's kind of a really terrifying and Little, like unappealing really just disturbing version of the like more flies with honey approach mm-hmm. which you know how sergeant how would do well to or how whatever his name is would do well to to observe instead of just screaming you're murderers at people which yeah. doesn't seem to make them inclined to confess to him no
0: <sighs> not at all and okay so that brings me to my final question which is what is the point of this movie What are we supposed to take away from it?
1: A good fucking time. She's doing that while she's shaking her face. I was, I was, uh, you can tell that I'm doing it. You can hear it. I sound like, I sound like Karen on Will and Grace. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought a lot of it
2: was like to introspectively look at religion as a um, societal I don't know how to say it, like governance like to really look at how our society is actually ruled by religion
1: well something that stuck with me was that up until the moment they actually put that man in a burning effigy I was like they haven't done anything right wrong mm-hmm. like he's he's being a real time ass about it like yeah. yeah you just don't live this way, sir, and yeah. I don't. But this like, they the... did
0: burn him, and that is bad and wrong. They but did. isn't
2: this the first time that they had to, because this was the first time they had bad crops?
1: And that was something else that stuck with me, was like, wow, like it's not like this has always been a death cult. They They are doing something they sincerely believe they have to do, and I can't think of a religion off the top of my head that hasn't involved some murder right. at some point in right. the name of the religion, and... What if it works?
0: And the whole if, time, I thought, like, what if the
1: crops come back next year, and there's, it's this is all a non-issue, and they just but never it do it. Say oh my god! One way god. or the
0: other, like that was the disappointing part. Well, that for me like... was
1: the kind of the fun question to be left with was like, if it works, did they do something wrong, or are they right, or if we never know, like it's kind of an interesting thing to me to yeah. think about.
2: That's the part yeah. I think I enjoyed most about it. Not just because I was a part of this sort of like culty community back in the day in high school um so now i'm very much like not religious so Mm. i got a lot of payoff from this because and like we were talking about like colonialism also i think it was kind Mm. of like well you came in and said that we can't do this stuff that we're happy with so i'm kind of not mad about them burning him in a wicker van
1: it was definitely upsetting to watch like the like him singing, trying to sing over them from inside the burning um, yeah, structure, was it was, mm-hmm. it was harrowing, and it it's it seemed significant to me that we spend so much time watching that. It's not like they light it on yeah. fire and cut end of movie. We spend a good five minutes yeah. like, watching this go down, um, yeah. and he has said since that um, that for him that was the absolute scariest moment of his career not that he was actually unsafe but woodard said that well, the experience right. of being in there with this, like the singing all these people gather around and nobody helping and like it was still hot and smoky like you know yeah, yeah. and the point... animals were still actually making noise and well, stuff but it was really upsetting yeah because yeah, like be at one point
2: there. is he like acting and at one point is it like oh wait i think this is actually going wrong stop help Help me as the actor talking yeah. now, help me because I think something is going wrong like that... and certainly to
1: the to the credit of the the filmmakers, he's never said that he felt like something was wrong, he, oh, okay. he actually knew he was unsafe, just that it was such an upsetting set mm-hmm. of circumstances and images that it okay, was it was yeah. very scary to be there, but not that he actually believed that he was in okay. danger. He did apparently mutter to the guy who carried him up there the whole time, like joking around like don't drop me, don't drop me, don't drop me. <laughs> But it's worth noting that oh, the, um, the the studio saw the final cut and was like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. And um, they really wanted to film a new ending in which a rainstorm comes through and puts out the Wicker Man. Mm. And he survives. And the writer's director, producer, said no.
2: No. I'm so glad. That oh, was my kind God. Of the, I didn't know that. This is
1: kind of the point that if he survives, then like a hero kind of got through it, if he doesn't survive, then we are left with all of these questions about about religion and the nature of our mm-hmm. our belief and how we would treat people in the name of belief. Like, is it right to have sacrificed this one person if everyone else on the island would die of starvation? Would they all die of starvation? Could they leave? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, to have all these layers mm-hmm.
2: of... My favorite part was when the... Uh, his lordship was talking about how he was brought up And then he goes, and the detective goes, he brought you up as a pagan. (laughs) And on the dime, he just turns around so smoothly and basically says, but I ain't an uneducated one. (laughs)
1: Like, dude, chill. That's just a different religion from yours. Mm -hmm. You've gotten very heated here. Also, I think my absolute favorite moment is when they're talking about the girls jumping over the fire and he's like, well, it'd be dangerous to do it in their clothes. Yeah, yeah that's pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, point to his lordship. Well
2: done. Another really funny moment that I think if, if it was redone in modern day, like with modern style, I don't think it would be funny. I think it would be terrifying. But when he's going back to his plane in the water... And then you see all those guys come up with their masks on, and then he's like, my my plan isn't working. And And they're all
1: just like rabbits. And
2: they disappear. (laughs) (laughs) But I think if they had done something like that, like Mary Kay, you mentioned Midsummer and how that's like a terrifying version of this movie. If they had something similar like that, I think it would have been very terrifying because it would have been like the flesh of like the actual animals or something. Oh wait, no, they yeah. did do that because they put their faces on.
1: Yeah, they, they did do that. Yeah, midsummer is like really on par in terms very of like sad. the exact sets of rituals that they're they're building off of, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Even like the um, um the the fool. Oof.
0: Oof. Uh, I don't have a closing question. Do y'all have one?
1: How would you, a better detective than this motherfucker, have gone about addressing the disappearance of this girl in a way that didn't end in your (laughs) untimely demise in an effigy? Because it's very easy, I feel like, to just make like three different choices and not die here. Can I go? Yeah.
2: Um, at the first warning sign, I would have out and i don't care that plane not working no more i'm swimming out
1: nope nope nope
0: yeah i feel like it's bad practice to do it by
1: yourself exactly that's half his problem was that he just stayed out there alone
0: yeah that's what i would have done differently is not gone by myself
1: <laughs> what i would have done differently is just not shriek at every person i meet that they're <laughs> and <Yeah>. evil. <laughs> yeah. good call I, It was very, like,
2: John Smith in the cartoon version of Pocahontas telling her that they're savages. And she's turned around like,
1: bitch! You know, like, I, 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 yeah. You would have gotten a lot more information if they hadn't felt the need to keep tabs on you all the time because you were being a jerk to everybody.
0: Yeah. So, what movie are we going to do next?
1: Uh, next, we're going to be talking about the movie we all went to see with our crush in college when we were quote unquote talking <laughs> and couldn't figure out how to take it to the next level um, Cloverfield.
0: Yeah, I love Cloverfield. Yeah. That Where can whole we universe. watch it, Mary? Hmm? Where can we watch that?
1: Um, it's on Netflix as of this recording date, which to be fair is uh, April okay. 9th. So by the time this comes out for y'all, um, that could have changed. If so, we will have up-to-date references in the show notes but as of now it's on netflix and also it's one that i Thanks. imagine a lot of you guys saw like in theaters it was a big deal all the time and yeah it's been 12 years now time to mm-hmm. re-examine and see what's holding up and see what still works and who doesn't want to spend some time with lizzie Kaplan, you know yeah and we're
2: only talking about the first like cloverfield movie we're not talking about the mm-hmm. universe right
1: no just the first one yeah okay
0: just to be clear
1: Not the Clovers. So yeah, so that's what's up next. Cloverfield.
0: And don't forget to subscribe, tell two friends, and rate us on iTunes. And buy her book! Buy my book! Buy her book! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks,
1: y'all.